Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Our headquarters are here in Davie, Florida. That's Fort Lauderdale, just a stone's throw from the airport. We have church, house of prayer, prophecy rooms, healing rooms. Oh, gosh, there's so much going on. I can't even tell you all about it. God is moving. Healings are taking place. It is good, 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 because God is good. Our church services are at 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m., Every Sunday, we have two different worship experiences. The first service is more of a practical everyday life. Help me teaching the second service. We dive into some uh, more, um, how would I say, uh, just stuff most churches don't talk about. So most people stay for both. You can too. The nations are coming to Awakening House of Prayer. Join us. Join the movement. God is good. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, guys. We have over 100 prayer hubs. Those are groups of believers who gather together to pray in homes, in marketplaces, on telephones, through WhatsApp. Whichever way we can get you praying, we're going to do it through the Awakening Prayer Hubs uh, facet of our movement. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement, guys. Help me help you to see revival come to your city. That is the only answer. That is the only answer to what ails us as a mass harvest of souls, a revival, and awakening. That is our answer. That is our only answer. We've got to press into prayer. That is the only way, guys. That's why we're here every day praying with you. Prophetic intercession. Share this with somebody right now before we get started. Amen. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, IgniteNow.org, contending for a pure prophetic flow, building a true prophetic family. God is good. Got to tap into that prophetic potential. It's going to become more and more uh, necessary uh, in the days and years ahead to be able to flow with the Holy Spirit, to hear him, to see what the Father is doing, to know when to turn on a dime. You've got to begin to cultivate the prophetic giftings that God has put in you, not so you can even minister to others. That's good and you should, but just even for your own well-being. Amen. We've got to be led by the Spirit of God. 
God is good. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. In today's devotion titled, I like this, listen, Stand in My Winner's Circle. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I always lead you into the victorious place, into the winner's circle. My winner's circle isn't so small that it's only big enough for you, says God. My winner's circle has room enough for every single one of my sons and daughters. I've called you to stand in the winner's circle with arms lifted up in victory. Don't allow the enemy to pull you into strife and competition instead of competing with your brother and competing with your sister and even competing with yourself. Begin to cooperate with my spirit, says God. My winner's circle is big enough for all of you. I don't shun anybody. I don't shut anybody out, says the spirit of the living God. Come on now. That's a good word. I don't care where you're from. First John 5, 4 and 5, Philippians 2, verse 3, 2 Timothy Chapter 2, verse 5 are the scripture references for meditation. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, thank you for always making me a winner. I lift up my hands even now in victory and praise to the God of my triumph. Help me avoid the trap of competition. I decree spirits of jealousy and envy working to derail my victory are decimated. I declare I walk with a cooperative spirit with my brothers and sisters for the glory of Christ in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Father, we thank you. <laughs> we thank you. <laughs> we thank you, God. We are so grateful for who you are. We are so grateful because you are just because you are, just because you are, you are God, just because you exist and you created us and you're still there for us. You didn't create us and then leave us alone. You didn't create us and then leave us to figure it out all by ourselves. A silent God who never speaks, who never leads, who never guides. No, but you created us in your very image. And then you sent your son to die on a cross to pay the price for our sins because we just couldn't quite obey you. We just couldn't, uh, we just couldn't as a mankind, as a people, Follow some simple instructions not to eat some fruit off a tree. That's how weak we are. That's how frail we are. That's how prone to deception we are when we stray from your presence. But you love us so much that you sent your only begotten son to die on a cross. And when he ascended on high, you sent the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, to comfort us, to correct us, to help us. <laughs> to advocate for us to be our intercessor here on the earth to dwell in us with us among us in his kingdom which is all around us God we're so grateful you always have a plan ha <laughs> ha you always have a plan oh God you always have a plan <laughs> you're not planless you're not confounded you are not without wisdom to see the end from the beginning, <laughs> to know what to do at every turn. Before we fall, you've already got a plan to pick us back up. Before we stumble, you've already got a way to set us back in right alignment with your heart. You are so good. You are so gracious. You are so beautiful. Our beautiful, beautiful God paving away the master planner, the master strategist, the master warrior. The master, the master of all things, the creator, the creator of all things. You hold our hearts in your hands, oh God. Would you turn our hearts towards you?
if we have turned away from you would you turn our hearts back to you if any part of our heart is not completely dedicated surrendered abandoned and focused on you would you turn our hearts back to you would you get our attention Holy Spirit would you get our attention Holy Spirit would you get our attention Holy Spirit would you get our attention it's your kindness that causes us to change the way we think it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance it's your kindness that helps us see things through a different lens to understand things in a new way your thoughts higher than our thoughts your ways higher than our ways God we want to go higher we want to ascend to the higher realms of the spirit I was at awakening house of prayer on Sunday and I saw a vision I didn't get a chance to share it sometimes I see and hear so many things I forget by the time I'm in the ministry time and period I just forget to share it but I saw a staircase I saw a staircase that ascended into the heavens and I saw one struggling to climb that staircase this one was just struggling so hard to, to climb up this one just just would slip and fall and struggle to climb but this one kept struggling this one kept contending this one kept trying this one kept making the attempt this one kept fighting the good fight of faith just kept trying to climb that staircase that led into the heavens and finally after some time I saw a hand reach down and pick up that one who was struggling with such intensity such determination to see the will of God to seek the face of God I saw a hand reach down and pick up that one and bring him several steps forward in an instant to cause him to empower him by his grace to do something the one couldn't do in other words when we're too weak God is still there with his all-sufficient grace to perform in us through us what we struggle to do in our own strength and oh how I wish I had shared it but I'm sharing it with you now beloved because you must come to the point where you understand that when we are weak he is strong and our best efforts can never get us to where we want to go if we don't have the cloak of grace resting upon our shoulders our best efforts our most intense struggles will never bear the fruit that we want to see if the Spirit of God is not intermingled with our activities yes faith without works is dead but faith without grace won't get us very far it's the grace of God that comes and undergirds our faith to propel us forward into things that eye has not seen and ear has not heard so father today we are determined to climb that staircase to ascend to the holy hill the holy mountain where you dwell we are determined in our hearts to go higher we don't want to live the low life we don't want to live down here with all the drama we want to keep our minds set on things above to be heavenly minded we want to be eternal in our mindset thinking not just of what is happening in the world around us right now but meditating on the age to come and the beauty of your glory that will permeate our atmosphere in heaven the new heavens the new earth that time that season that millennial kingdom and beyond where we are in your presence where there is fullness of joy would you help us to reset our minds on these realities that are more real than the realities we face on a day-to-day 
help us Lord to remember the promise so that we can find strength to continue fighting the good fight of faith all the while realizing that apart from you we're helpless and hopeless apart from you we can't do a thing but also remembering when we feel weak like we can't take another step when we can't push another inch to remember that we are not helpless and hopeless because you are our helper and you are our hope Christ in us the hope of glory <laughs> help us to remember that you dwell on the inside of us resurrection power <laughs> the power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwelling on the inside of us help us to remember that when we feel like we can't put one foot in front of the other when we feel like we've been blindsided with the onslaught that came out of absolutely nowhere thin air BAM help us to remember that we don't have to lay down and die but we can rise up and fight and win because the power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us <laughs> would you help us Lord to remember these things when it seems like a stretch to even to believe them would you help us Lord to remember these realities when it seems like the reality that's staring us in the face and shouting down our lives the the the, the filling our ears with lies would you help us to remember that the greater one lives in us and we live in him have you ever thought about that we like to say the greater one you know greater is he who lives in us than he who lives in the world greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world think about it greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world but when we are in him we become like the greater one and that is our advantage over the enemy oh I wish somebody would write this down and send it to me do you understand what I'm saying we've quoted for years as good Christians who understand spiritual warfare greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world while failing to truly comprehend the magnitude of that statement and the ripple effect that it has on our lives because greater is he who is in us but when we are in him and we are if any man be in Christ he's a new creature old things have passed away all things become new greater is he who is in us but when we are in him and we are we become greater than we were because we have the power of the Holy Ghost backing us up against he who is in the world we become greater in authority greater in stature greater in stamina greater than any demon power that can come against us we don't fight in our own strength we don't fight in the flesh we don't lift up the shield of flesh we lift up the shield of faith it is his grace that empowers us to win the battle so yes greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world but when we are in him and we are we become greater than any opponent we become unstoppable we become super conquerors overcomers when we get the revelation when we truly understand who we are that we are the greater one when we're in him he is joined to us we are one in spirit with him that means if he is greater than our enemy we're greater than our enemy when we fight from that place of victory in Christ seated in heavenly places right now that is our victory position and no one shall snatch us from his hand no one can this is not musical chairs where the devil can get us out of our seated position in Christ <laughs> 
And everybody can fit there. Everybody can sit there. Every Christian, there's room. You are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus even now. That's what the Bible says. Seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. With Christ Jesus, you are seated in heavenly places. You are in him. He is in you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. That means you are greater when you are in him and you are in him. That means the enemy of your fate, of your destiny must bow in Jesus name. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Help us to see ourselves not as worms, not as grasshoppers. (laughs) We don't want to look at the enemy like a giant. And look at ourselves like grasshoppers. That was the sin of the Israelites. They went into the enemy's camp. They went into the promised land to see if what God said was true. God prophesied, I'm going to take you into a land flowing with milk and honey. That is your inheritance. That is your portion. Moses sent the 12 spies and they came back with bushels of grapes, mega oversized fruit. It truly was, they said, a land flowing with milk and honey. It truly was. God prophesied it. It's just like God said. It's just like God said. It's just like God said. How exciting. Every word that God told us was true. All that time in the wilderness was worth it. Because look at this promised land. It's just like God said. And here we are at the edge of the breakthrough. Except we're not able to overcome it because there's giants in the land. The Bible says they became like grasshoppers in their own sight. Think about that. A grasshopper (laughs) is so small. They were intimidated by the enemy. And when we allow ourselves to be intimidated by the enemy, we feel small. We feel powerless. We feel unable. And sometimes that feeling of being unable turns into a stance of being unwilling and we go and hide in our bed and bring our covers over our head and decide I'm done I'm finished I'm through we can't find a praise in our mouth Thanksgiving escapes our lips our mind becomes like mush and we succumb to the will of the enemy to steal kill and destroy by forfeiting The posture of a forfeited heart instead of an abandoned heart. Ah, there's a difference. There's a difference in the posture of your heart. Abandoned to God, surrendered to God, or forfeited to the enemy, surrendered to the enemy. Do you see it? Some of you need to get mad with the devil and begin to take back what he stole. We're supposed to surrender our heart, but that does that means abandonment to God, not forfeiting the battle to the enemy. So would you help us today, Lord, to see ourselves as giants? Ha <laughs> Help us, Lord, to see ourselves as giants in the spirit, praise God, and to see the enemy as a grasshopper. See, that was the reality that the Israelites didn't understand. They were the giants because God was with them. He led them and guided them in the wilderness those 40 years. A cloud by day and a fire by night. He was faithful to provide manna and quail. Their shoes, their clothes never wore out for 40 years. Can you imagine? That's a miracle. And here it comes time to take the promise. And they couldn't see that they were the giants. When the enemy attacks you, would you, would you just stop and think? That giant, that intimidator, he's a grasshopper. Grasshoppers make a lot of noise. I was up in North Florida one time staying in someone's house out in the middle of literally nowhere and I could not sleep all night long 
because those grasshoppers were so loud I tell you the truth they were so loud I couldn't sleep it was like an army of grasshoppers <laughs> all night long these grasshoppers they make a lot of noise but I can squash them with one step of my foot you've got to stop seeing yourself as a grasshopper and start seeing yourself as a giant in Christ you are a giant in him you are more than a conqueror in him greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world and you are greater when you are in him we go to battle in him we wield our weapons in him we make decrees in him we prophesy in him who's him Christ in Christ we live and move and have our being in him our life is hidden with God in Christ can you think about that for a minute your life is hidden with God in Christ Shaba Shaba Shakata if you stay there in that hidden place the enemy will be able to find you until you're ready to step out and throw them down they were like grasshoppers in their sights and they were intimidated by the giant so they forfeited the promise they forfeited to Satan they surrendered they surrender they surrender to the wrong God how many times do we do that we surrender to the wrong God we forfeit instead of abandon father would you help us today to see ourselves rightly come on I'm talking good help us Lord to see ourselves rightly to see ourselves in Christ to see ourselves as super conquerors to see ourselves as well able Joshua and Caleb said we are well able to take out these giants we're gonna eat their lunch <laughs> oh father would you help us to have a right perspective of who we are the power that you've invested in us the power the wisdom that you've invested in us the power the wisdom the strength that you've invested in us the strategies that you give us help us Lord to recognize who we really are and what we carry not that we'll be pompous and arrogant in spiritual warfare because that will lead to destruction pride comes before the fall but being so utterly dependent upon you in the battle every step of the way as we pull our sword from the sheath as we lift up our shield of faith as we lace those shoes of peace as we tighten the belt of truth as we fasten on the breastplate of righteousness as we armor up every step of the way praising you thanking you in advance for what's about to go down on the battlefield because victory belongs to us victory belongs to Jesus and we are in him therefore when we fight from our position in him we will win every time there is no defeat in Christ there is no defeat in Christ we are not grasshoppers we will not forfeit the fight to the devil we will not forfeit the fight 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 we will abandon ourselves to Christ who is our victory banner Jehovah Nisi Jesus Jesus <laughs> Jesus we praise you and we thank you we praise you and we thank you we see now we see a little clearer than we did before we understand a little better than we understood before 
Jesus we're so happy we're so joyful we're so delighted because you've made a way in every battle to see victory triumph overwhelming triumph we praise you and we thank you because you are the good good father the one who always has a plan and is willing to share his plan with us as we need to know it as we need to understand it you'll tell us which way to go you won't leave us hanging we won't get out there on the battlefield and all of a sudden uh oh where do we go next the map isn't clear the battery on the GPS has died it doesn't work that way he'll never leave you hanging thank you Jesus we give you praise and honor and glory magnify you in Jesus name amen amen I was reading this morning in Psalms I'm reading Psalms and I'm reading first Samuel right now studying the life of Samuel he was an amazing prophet of God but I'm reading in Psalms and I read this the other day and I was like wow 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 God will scatter the bones of your enemies <laughs> some of you the enemy has scattered your bones you look at your life and it seems like you're in the valley of dry bones it seems like your dreams were disassembled it seems like your family was disassembled it seems like your career was disassembled I don't know maybe your finance was disassembled it seems like the enemy has scattered your bones the pieces and parts of your life that make it complete and that give you strength Psalm 53 verse 5 speaks right to your enemy and says but they are overwhelmed with dread where there was nothing to dread listen God scattered the bones of those who attacked you you put them to shame for God despised them God hates your de de enemies your the demons that attack you God scattered the bones of those who attacked you now this is parabolic the devils don't have bones but you get the drift God scattered the bones of those who attacked you you put them to shame I decree your enemy shall be put to shame in Jesus name Jesus already put them to shame on the cross triumphing over them putting them to open shame now it's your turn <laughs> now it's your turn to put the devil to shame Jesus already put the devil to shame now it's your turn he'll do it through you if you'll believe him terror will grip them terror like they have never known before God will scatter the bones of your enemies you will put them to shame for God has rejected them take heart in this you may think your bones are scattered your blessings are scattered your family is scattered your finances are scattered but God is about to turn the tables I decree a table turning season in Jesus name those things you thought were permanently lost are somehow going to come back in a better manifestation of their former glory in other words God may not bring back the exact thing the enemy took but he'll bring back something that's better that's greater that's stronger that's more glorious <laughs> than what you lost God scatters the bones of him who encamps against you you put them to shame for God has rejected them did you get that did you get that did you get that did you get that for God scatters the bones of him who encamps against you 
Oh, the enemy may be encamping against you, but there's angels encamping around you. Come on. The enemy may be encamping against you, but angels are encamping around you as you fear his name. And those angels will war on your behalf as you make decrees. Decrees that make the devil flee. <laughs> God will scatter the bones of him who encamps against you. You may be surrounded by demon powers, but you're also surrounded by angelic armies. The captain of the host will not leave you without help in a time of trouble. Oh, but he's a very present help in time of trouble and he will dispatch his angels as many as it takes even to battle the principalities and powers that have encamped around you if and when it's necessary. Oh God, we praise you. We praise you that you've not left us without help, that you have put our enemies to shame. And now you have called us to enforce your will, your rule and your reign in the earth. Occupy till you come. That is what you've charged us with. And we shall take up the charge. We say, yes, we shall for your glory. Listen, listen. For God has scattered the bones of those who besieged you. <laughs> you felt like you've been under siege by the enemy. God is about to scatter your enemies. Those who come against you one way will have to flee seven ways. Your enemies are his enemies. I'm talking about demons now. Your enemies are his enemies. His enemies need to be your enemies. God, would you help us to get it right? For God scattered the bones of those who laid siege against you. You put them to shame for God rejected them for God annihilates those who attack you. You are able to humiliate them because God has rejected them because God already did it. You can do it because God already did it. You can do it because God already did it. You can do it because God already did it. You can do it. You're enforcing his rule. Jesus, we praise you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you. God will make hash of these squatters and send them packing for good. Some of you have been in long-term battles and you're tired. Some of you have been in a valley of dry bones for far too long. Some of you have been prophesying to those dry bones, but the enemy's voice prophesying to you is louder. So lift up your vol volume, beloved. The answer is to make decrees that make the devil flee. When the devil prophesies to you, you got to prophesy back to him. When the devil makes decrees over your life, you've got to make decrees that supersede his decree. You have authority. The only thing that can overcome a decree of the enemy over your life is a greater decree by a greater power. So father, we thank you for the prophetic power in our mouth. <laughs> We thank you, Lord, for the prophetic power in our mouth to overcome all evil. And we will prophesy to those dry bones. And we will turn and decree to the enemy. And we will keep prophesying to the dry bones that fell apart, that were scattered by decree and attack and besiegement and encampment of the wicked one. And we will stand in awe of you as we decree spirit-inspired revelation. That breaks up and breaks apart the enemy's camp and causes them to scatter and flee. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he shall flee.
In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, God is good. God is good. Listen, guys, I want you to, if this kind of prayer helps you, go pick up my new book. You've made it number one. It's number one. Number one. Praise God. You're number one. God's number one. Together, we're number one in Him. I'll tell you the truth. It's number one right now. You can get your copy on Amazon. Decrees that make the devil flee, overcoming the enemy with the prophetic power in your mouth. Number one on Amazon.com, whatever country you're in. Amen. Go get your copy. There's a lot of teaching and there's 101 decrees. Yabashabashi. While you're over there, pick up a copy of Victory Decrees, which is the devotional. Take your life back. Take your life back. Yes, it's on Kindle. Take your life back. Amen. Take your life back. I said, take your life back. Take it back. Amen. If this kind of prayers are helping you, I need you all to do something right now that you all, every single one of you can do this. I want you to share this on your page or in a group or in your timeline. Tag somebody. Every single one of you can do this. Don't keep these things to yourself. If it's helping you, wouldn't you rather somebody be able to help themselves than whine and complain and do all the time about how bad their life is? Plug into this prayer. Say, plug in. Plug in. Hello, Israel Daniels. He's coming out with a book soon. That's going to be awesome. We'll talk about that when it comes out. But you can sow a seed if this broadcast is helping you. You know, we invite you to do that every day. We spend about uh, 72 seconds on this. Why? Uh, because it takes uh, financial supporters to advance a ministry, even to sustain a ministry. If you believe in what we're doing, I'll tell you, every little bit helps. It all helps. It all helps. The more supporters we get, the more free content we can put out. It's just as simple as that. The more people we can reach with the content that we have pre-existing. You can use jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there. You can use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer Leclaire, capital J, capital L, capital C. Some of you need to start prayer hubs, guys. Some of you need to join the Ignite Network and get ignited so you can prophesy with greater accuracy. Hallelujah. So you can prophesy. Hello. Thanks for the star. So you can prophesy uh, with greater confidence. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.